Guy published her first cookbook, Black Girl Baking, just as she was graduating with a master's degree in gastronomy from Boston University in the spring of 2018. The cookbook went on to win the praise of industry leaders like Carla Hall, in addition to Bon Appetit, Forbes, The Kitchen, among others, in addition to being named a top cookbook by Eater. Jarell shares her beautiful food photography and thoughtful musings on her blog and Instagram handle, Chocolate for Basil. In this interview, Jarell and I talk about her relationship with social media and the importance of being true to self in a world that's moving so fast. Um, cool. All right. Well, first question, I tweaked a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but I wanted to bring in a quote from your book, your cookbook, Black Girl Baking, because it's just so beautifully written. Um, and in the, in the introduction, you write, the biggest difference between the 10-year-old me and the me now is that my younger self didn't have space for speaking up and being bold or even being seen. I just slink away into my spaces of comfort, pull out a pencil to draw or write a poem about a girl or find a big bowl of warm lasagna to sink my face into. I've learned to stop apologizing for this part of myself, and it's that very introversion coupled with my upbringing that has inspired this book. New places are always opening my eyes and helping me think outside the box, but I always bring pieces of home with me as I move, and it helps me create a temporary space wherever I land. Um, I just, you know, I, I think your approach to a cookbook has been different than most cookbooks. I've I've read and looked at a lot of cookbooks in my lifetime, and it's equally parts autobiographical, sharing stories about difficult past relationships, briefly, briefly being homeless after moving to New York City, stories connecting your family history to food. What What is it that compels you to be so open about your life and yourself in a cookbook, a medium that's, you know, more traditionally focused on just recipes? Yeah. Um, well, I guess it was a lot of things. I, I think, um, the book gave me more space and more flexibility to share myself, mm. yeah. um, exactly where I was, you know, and, and the chance to lay it out all on the table because I don't feel like I, I had a space for that yet um, mm. out in the world. And yeah. Now, so when the opportunity came and it presented itself, I, I just took it, you know, like yeah. I, I, I wanted to spread my wings. I wanted to give myself more freedom to be mm-hmm. myself, to right. myself um, and to share the things that I learned about food um, and, and how powerful it was. Mm. Uh, and so that was really important. I think, so my main um, social media is my main social media platform is Instagram. Um, right. And that that has opened so many doors. It it it's, it's a beautiful space, um, and it's such a good space for inspiring people and mm-hmm. for posting materialized ideas. Right. Uh, and so, and I wanted to keep that space intact. You know, if not for others, at least for myself, because mm-hmm. that was important to me. Right. Um, I also needed a space to work through the real things and the hard things and the more personal things and mm-hmm. talk about the process of getting to the materialized uh, place, you know? Like, you yeah. see so much, um, so many perfect images and you and you want to know how someone got there. And I guess right. I just want to talk about the process. And so, yeah, yeah. I think is like my book, um, mm-hmm to really just let it all out and, mm. and be 
<clears throat> That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. In an interview with Bon Appetit, you talk about how writing about sad and painful memories is your way, excuse me, <clears throat> working through and reinventing them and what you want people to find and that you want people to find their own therapy or their own process. What mm-hmm. is it about this connection to creativity or passion and therapy and emotions that's so powerful for you? Well, well, okay, so the book is oh, talking about black girl baking again. I set yeah. it up based on the senses, and mm-hmm. I think that that was such an important thing. I love that. Because, yeah. Because it's almost a, a meditative thing, you know, like mm-hmm. you, really, you really connect with the material, you connect um, and, and then connecting with the material, there's this surrendering that happens. Mm-hmm. There is this you kind of going with the flow. You know, if, if you can release okay. yourself from the need to follow the recipe so much, there's such a beautiful unveiling of mm. who you are, you know. For sure. So subtle um, if you're not paying attention. So the reason why I set it up by the census is because I really want to celebrate how tuning in to – just like the small sounds and, and, mm. and the smells can really bring you that much closer to like being present and For and, sure. and having clarity and, and just learning, you know, like mm-hmm. being and being in touch with yourself. Exactly. Learning. Yeah. Yeah. It's and so true. Stuff. Cooking and ba- yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm so happy that you, I, I think a lot of people are, are realizing it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I yeah. That. You know, I want yeah, to love that. You, you yeah. always hear big therapy and all of these things, but like, why is it big therapy? You know, because exactly. Because it, I mean, it's such an art form too. You know, and and everybody approaches their art form in a different way. Um, everybody has a different process. So it was just me celebrating who I was, where I was. It wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my process, and I was trying to, uh, I guess, articulate that in 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 a way that people can really resonate with it. Right. But, yeah, I feel like everybody's process is going to be different. Um, I think where I am right now, it has evolved even past, you mm. know, like I said in the, in the quote that, you know, you, you want to kind of write about these painful things um, and reinvent them. And, and I realized that while I was writing the book, I was, I was rehashing them so much, mm. you know, because I did and I had it was that there was that additional process of like going through writing. Oh my god, totally. So, um, so now I think I just want people to. There has to be if you're going to if you're going to relive these memories, there has to mm-hmm. be a moment of working through them and releasing them, like the release. For sure. So yeah, huge. exactly. It is um, huge to be able to move forward for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you? You know, what were you always a writer? Did you start writing young? You mentioned kind of being into poetry and things like that, but what's been your creative journey from a writing perspective? Um, I mean, it's it's sporadic. I mean, I've always, yeah, I've always written poetry when I was young. I used to do spoken word. Um, (laughs) I love that. I don't know. Like, I I always wrote short stories. Uh uh, And I remember being kind of celebrated by my dad Mm. Um, when I would write, and that was such a big motivation for me because mm. I wanted his approval. So I I kept writing, you know, like yeah. it, it was fun. It was just a release, like it it was me, like how I explained in the intro of the book, yeah. like it, it was just a safe space to create, you know, for like sure. 
anything. And I didn't need all of these resources to, to paint this magical world, you know, like I could just play. Yeah. And, and yeah. And you, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was <laughs> yeah. going to say you, you, you self-describe as an, in, as an introvert, which I relate to as well. And I think for introverts, there is that desire to sort of create this world within yourself because yeah. you're in, more inwardly focused than externally focused. So, yeah. um, that makes sense. Um, so this past summer, after, after the launch and publicity for your cook, cookbook, you took a, a pretty long break from social media. Mm-hmm. Um, in the face of so much pressure to maintain relevance and brand, why did you decide to take a break and what did you learn from it? And did you get any flack from your publisher for doing that? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like this question because, well, one, I was hoping that it wasn't obvious. <laughs> Well, no. I missed your I missed your post, Jarelle. <laughs> um, I miss seeing you online. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was such a big decision for me to leave. I mean, it kind of happened. It, it felt like a fight because I wanted to. I wanted to be. I I wanted to stay. You know, like I wanted to stay, mm-hmm. but I knew that it wasn't healthy for me. You know, like mm-hmm. I I needed I needed more clarity on what my mission was. Mm-hmm. Um, and what my purpose was for being there. So, like after the book launch, um, it was it was right after I graduated. Um, yeah, wow. So it was like all happening at the same time. Like I just submitted my final paper, um, and you know, wow. like, then my uh, publisher um, was calling me. You know, telling mm-hmm. me, oh, how do we work this book? You haven't been you haven't been promoting it enough, and and so it was just so much um, pulling. You know, right. I felt, I felt like I was running forward like this headless chicken and saying yes mm-hmm. to every project because I didn't want to lose opportunities. I knew that this was such an important time in my career and all of that stuff. And, and that was the reason why I needed to take a break because it was such an important time. And I realized that I did not. I was losing my joy. I was yeah. losing my I was losing myself. And I was like, you know, like I can't speak from a place of helping anybody if I don't even know what brings me joy, you know, like it's right. I don't know what my focus is and my purpose is. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, it, it was just, it was just necessary. Mm-hmm. And good and, for you for honoring that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it's hard because you feel the pressure to be on that. Exactly. Yeah. And people, and people will message you and they're like, I missed your post, come back. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I want to come back. But I also was posting out of this fear, this need to, mm. This need to please everyone, and right. and I felt that, you know, like I felt that before I would hit send, and I was just like, oh man, like this does uh-huh. not not feel like my best self. And so, sure. what I learned from that experience was that I can't be a good leader if I'm leading from a place of fear or from fear, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. and even just a leader to myself, like I don't, <laughs> you right. To, you have to lead, you know, from love. Like, that's mm-hmm. really what it was. Like, I wanted to speak with this clear voice. Um, right. And I knew that I needed to take time to get back to that place. I needed to spend more of this reflective, like, introvert. <laughs> I needed to be my introvert mm-hmm. self because I was yeah. passed out into the world. And I was like, wait, you know? <laughs> exactly. This is yeah. such a special moment. It's like, uh, it's such a turning point for me. Like, I want to make sure this is what I want and, and, yeah. and I'm 
be clear and intentional about it. And I wasn't going to send myself on some weekend getaway to Jamaica and force myself to heal by a Monday, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to take as long as I needed to, and it ended up being longer than, than I ever anticipated. But, yeah. you know, I feel much better. And yeah. I and I want to talk about that more. I want to talk about, you know, like yeah. maybe being an example for somebody that needs to do that too instead of running themselves to the ground, you know, yeah. like, it is addicting, you know, like you want, you want to, totally. <laughs> of course, but you know, like you want to matter, you want to have a purpose, you want people to think you, you, you matter, um, sure. but you have to let that go to mm-hmm. find yourself. And so, mm. so what did you do in that time? So we moved, you know, like I was living in Boston um, right. in a small, small space and it was, it wasn't what I needed anymore. Like I needed yeah. more Sure. really stretch my wings, so we moved to Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. and I started painting more. I started writing. Wow, yeah. Um, and I, I started building things. Like, I built huh. a dining room table, and I built a bed, and I built, wow. people started, you know, like, getting wood and, and, and staining things. You know, like, it was just, wow. I started to build a new, a new space uh, to yeah. be happy. <laughs> like, I think so interesting. Yeah. You know, and I think that the environment that I was in in Boston started to become heavy. Mm. And so I made the intention to make this new space really mine, you know, and really a place that I can, I made it, I made it like a cozy nook for like mm. sitting quiet. That's perfect. Uh, Perfectly Higa, if you yeah. know the Higa sort of Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, you hear so much about self-care and, like, mm-hmm. you don't really know. Like, how do you like right. that's such a, that's everything, and nobody really gives you the answer on how to do it. Yeah. Um, so I'm it's still different in, for everyone. Yeah, it really is. And, and so it wasn't, it wasn't bubble bath all the mm-hmm. time. Right. Right. So I'm like, bubble bath. And so, it, I don't know, like, it, it, it's just a process, and, like, I... I'm so much better, you know, like I'm Aww. so more grounded. Oh, so great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so great. Good for you. I'm sorry, man. I feel, I feel, I feel the, the love like flowing back to me and I feel m- more able to share, you know, like yeah. share from a place of like, oh, sure. you know, that, there's no. <laughs> it, yeah. If there's sort of, you feel a sense of like. An absence within you, how can you give to others if, if, you know, that, I mean, it's as cliched as it sounds, if you're not filling your own cup. So, um, yeah. So to follow up on this kind of social media theme, you know, you mentioned it has so many positive uses, but also has the potential for negativity, comparing ourselves to others, creating body issues for young women and girls, online bullying, um, feelings of insecurity and shame feeling less than but you bring so much excuse me I'm just getting over a cold so my voice is a little scratchy but um let me just clear um but you bring so much positivity and authenticity in your online presence how do you handle the negativity and rise above it and really do how do you create this authentic space for kindness and love which you do so well thank you I mean I I mean, I'm so happy to hear that. Mm. It's it's true. (laughs) I I mean, I guess I don't, I try not to focus on the Mm -hmm. negativity. I I really do think it's important 
um, I think I think I felt more of that negativity when I wasn't coming, when I wasn't setting the intention to come from a place of love, when I was posting because I needed to post. Mm-hmm. I felt that more than ever, you know, but it was, it's not like I've experienced a lot of cyberbullying, but if, if I, I see it, I know that it's rampant and I know that it's debilitating for, you know, sensitive souls. And so right. I, I, and I noticed that it started to pop up when I wasn't good with myself. Mm. Um, and so I would just say like, when I, when you, when you come in strong, you know, with, the intention to, 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 to share something that you love so much, you know, mm-hmm. like can anybody, like how can really anybody hate that, you know? Right. So, and I, I think especially in the food industry, especially when you're dealing with food, it right. has power to, you know, highlight similarities and dissolve differences and attract similar people who like For that. sure. Yeah. There's just such a power there that right. I feel needs to be a part of, you know, I, I'm, I feel so happy that it's my medium because, and maybe that's why I gravitated towards it too, because it's the thing you share, you know, like it's the thing right. you, you it connect with uh, people. Right. You connect yeah. with people. Right. It's, an, it's, it's just that great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, coming in with an intention to share something that, that brings you joy. Right. For sure. Yeah. That's really, that's a really good way of putting it. Um, so for those who haven't met you in person may not know, but you really have this amazing quality about you. You're sort of, sort of simultaneously, you have like a quiet confidence and humility and a tenderness and a warmth about you. And, and also, I mean, you're not even 30, but there is this like wisdom in you that's so much beyond that. Where does that, where does that come from for you? Um, probably those years in my childhood when I would Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you know, I think the writing and journaling is huge. Yeah, but, agreed. Yeah. It just it it helps you understand who you are and, and understanding who you are just gives you this sense of security in yourself. You know, you mm-hmm. don't so rocked by other outside ideas that could be floating by, you know, like you mm-hmm. just you you're you're in tune with yourself a little bit more, you know, like it, and, and once you're putting it on the paper, it takes away so much heaviness. Like, it takes mm-hmm. away weight. Like, so true. I, 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 like, read this thing somewhere about, like, writing down things that aren't working or you don't, you want to fight through or something like that, and then burning mm-hmm. the piece of paper. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's, like, yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing, you know? Sure. Um, so, yeah, just, just journaling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am a huge advocate for journaling, too, yeah. Yeah, spending time. Yeah. I mean, a lot of and at the time, I remember like when I was in high school, being like, you know, sad about that. But it mm. really was so important, you know, like it's so important to getting to know myself instead of sure. trying to hold myself to another person and, and mm-hmm. get lost in in pleasing other mm-hmm. people. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for other young women or women of all ages, people of all ages. Do you have any advice for being authentic to oneself while also being able to give to others? I think you, you seem like you balance that so well because you're so self-aware. Um, um, what, what advice would you give to them? I mean, I guess that, like, like um, you know, 
so much <laughs> every everything comes from like this feeling of loving what I do, you know, mm-hmm. like, like loving what I do and and so you kind of just start there. Like you, you make it a daily habit of asking yourself, you know, what excites me? What gets me up out of bed every day? Right. Um, what me up? And, and why? And like asking, asking that um, will get you to truly understand yourself, your passion, your purpose. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and to, to really do it without pressure or judgment, you know, and, and, and being open to where the where that could lead you, you know, what career that can take you into. Because I right. think if if you're not if you're not being um, authentic and loving and supportive, it's because you're not getting that. You know, like you don't feel that in yourself. Mm. If you if you heal that first, and I think for me, it's always been about just being excited about life. You know, and beginning right. about life, I I make sure that I love what I do. I make sure that I'm asking. You know, does this make me happy. <laughs> right. But I don't know if a lot of people do that enough because they feel guilty. You know, they carry right. a lot of shame about doing things that make them happy before they make someone else happy, you know? Sure. And then they build up resentment. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's what can happen is if you're not coming from that place of thinking of yourself first, which sounds selfish. And that's probably why a lot of people feel guilty. But then mm-hmm. if, if you're not doing that, you come from a place of resenting others. And that's not that's not good for anyone. Um, yeah. yeah so, no, that's, and, that's, and that's, and that's like the biggest part of, of being able to balance that is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, what's next for you? What are you working on other than building furniture and whatnot, <laughs> building your new life in Dallas? What, what are you working on um, beyond that? Well, uh, so I was going to, we're, we're working on announcing it, um, but okay. I'm here Okay. Uh, we are, we, for the past few months, or actually since we've moved, we've been building a photography studio. Oh, wow. So, so and and my partner, Eric, um, he quit his job. Wow, okay. We're a team now, and cool. we're working on shooting cookbooks. <laughs> awesome. That's, that's what we're doing. We want yeah, amazing. Cook. A little studio, so we have a studio space, and we're, we're collecting props um, and backgrounds, and we're just shooting every day, and it's exhausting, I mean, so fun, and so I mean, I guess exhausting is not the word. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I mean, it takes a lot of energy. It consumes a it, lot of energy. Yeah, does, but it's like yeah, still, still, you know, like it's just it's For still sure. So I don't know. Like it's, it's just a good balance. Yeah. Um, so we're we're doing projects for other people. Um, fun. Yeah. And, and, and are you, yeah, go ahead. We'll do that for a bit. He's so he's still like practicing his creative muscle because he's been in um, technology and IT right. so many years, and so now he's like getting behind the camera, which is also technical, and it's yeah. a lot of opportunity to be in the kitchen cooking the food and bringing it to the set, you know. But it's we're developing this flow, and it's so much fun, and, and I'm amazing. I'm happy. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> That's awesome, Jarell. Are you so are you doing the food styling as yeah. well? Okay. Right. You're like all in one kind of shop. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like that's a great concept. Um that's so that's so fun. Yeah. Well exciting. <laughs> yeah. I I'm excited. Yeah, and I'll I'll definitely want to follow that project for sure. Um 
So where can people find you out in the world? I know we, we did talk a fair amount about social media, but where if people want to follow your um, story and your blog, you have an amazing blog, Chocolate for Basil, um, and which I don't know if, if that's the focus right now in your life, but where would you like people to find you? That's a good question. I think for a bit I I didn't want to be found if I'm being honest. Yeah. Now I I I guess I mean I, I made the announcement that I'll be back on social media so we're we're like planning um some some fun things for that, um on on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um but I and then and then I'm gonna update the blog and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think I guess the same places they've always found me. That's where I am. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, they, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, um, we're, I mean, there are other projects that are in the works. Like, I, I really do want to uh, start a YouTube channel. But these are things mm-hmm. that, you know, like, I guess they're shifting and um, things are taking priority over other things. So I'm kind of just going with the flow of that. Um, That's for now. Yeah. yeah, I guess Instagram and, and the blog and so, so ch- at Chocolate for Basil is your Instagram oh, handle, which is also your, your website, right? Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, anything else that you wanted to add or share? No, no, I can think of. It's really great talking to you. <laughs> it's great talking to you, too. Yeah, I really, I want to say when we connected at the um, chef event in Austin, I just really enjoyed connecting with you and I felt I just immediately really liked you and enjoyed the conversation and the depth that you just have. That's so apparent immediately. So, um, yeah, it's really nice to be in touch, and and I really, you know, I'm excited to follow this new project of yours. And, um, yeah, if you're ever in San Francisco, would love to connect in, in real life. I call you for sure. Yes, please do. Please <laughs> do. And, and, like, I definitely mean that. Um <laughs> So, and if I'm in Texas, I'm going to look you up too. So, um, yeah, thanks for this conversation, Gerald. This has been great. Um, yeah, I really, really am a huge, I'm a huge fan of yours. So, it's been so nice to kind of formalize formalize my thoughts about it because I yeah. kind of have still been working through it. You know, like I'm, mm, yeah. it's, it's all it's all kind of finishing up, but it, it was nice. The answer questions were really great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to share the story of yours because you are you're an amazing person. So, um, yeah. Thank you so much, and have a great Sunday. Okay. <laughs> be, be in touch, girl. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment and be sure to check us out on social media on Instagram at Interrelate Podcasts on Facebook and Twitter. And head over to our website at interrelatepodcast.com. See you next week.